0: The Ball Corporation's plant in Golden is looking for production technicians. You can read the full description and apply at jobs.ball.com when you search Golden. This position is on the front line of the aluminum beverage can production process at Ball's Plants. The company offers a competitive $27.39 per hour wage with potential for increase at 6, 12, and 18 months on the job. It offers exposure to a lot of other manufacturing opportunities in the plant. The production technician role touches on the other stages of production, making aluminum cans and ends. This role is responsible for machine adjustments on high speed production equipment and is an integral part of the production team, both in quality and meeting operational goals for volume. At Ball, all positions have importance and impact. The role has skills growth built into it, and many production technicians become maintainers, which is the next step in the production technician line. Employees who have started out as production technicians have even gone on to other roles in operations and management. Yeah, it definitely has the level of technical skill that people are looking for, since the old days most have an outdated perception of backbreaking labor. Much of this has been automated today. So, text Golden to 77222, and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search Golden to find that opportunity. Again, jobs.ball.com and search Golden. And goodbye, Chat. That's my contribution for the show. Today. Chat, will this team ever lose a hockey game again? Are they ever no. gonna lose again? No, I'm not Chat, but no, <laughs> you can be Chat if you want to. <laughs> Tonight, anything is possible, Blaze. Wow, <laughs>
1: wow, <laughs> my goodness, what a snoozer of a game, <laughs> followed by
0: fucking fireworks. Ten minutes of the best hockey you'll ever see. <laughs> Fifty minutes of.
1: I mean, you wanted to like for a little bit there. You're just pulling hair, like I just get this over so we can go to bed. Oh
0: God, <laughs> I was so done with this hockey game oh, <laughs> before the comeback started. I was so done with it. I won't lie to you, wow. Chad. I had no hope if at all.
1: If you didn't stay up for this one, you missed out <laughs> on a banger of an ending.
0: Uh, from straight out of left field too. Put on
1: my mask. Safety
0: first. Slacking. Slacking out here.
1: <laughs>
0: Avs win 4-3 to three in overtime over the Boston Bruins in a game that they really probably had no business being in but at the same time absolutely deserved to win. Nothing makes sense. Down is up. Left is right. And the Avs are the greatest team ever. <laughs> <laughs> this game... Did, this game started with a goal from Curtis McDermott! That's where we're at, chat! What is going on? Oh my
1: god. No, they had no business winning this game, and they did win this game. <laughs> I'm correcting your comment. Okay. Alright.
0: <laughs> Alright. Well, so we gotta slow down. Woo. We got we're skipping things. What this game actually started with was it started at 8 30. Because TNT had to play all of Detroit, Chicago. And they cut to the game a minute late.
1: Minute and a half late.
0: For us to immediately watch Nathan McKinnon get his nose smashed into pieces.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen, like, on Instagram, somebody posted, that nose is broken
0: Very, very angled. Yes. It's in the wrong direction.
1: It's getting set. I mean, hopefully... He doesn't have a concussion. Hopefully, it's just a broken nose, which sucks because uh, breathing out of your nose for the next few days, not going to happen. Not fun. Uh, but a broken nose is better than a concussion.
0: By a long shot. Yep. By a very, very long shot. Obviously, the impact of losing McKinnon for a significant amount of time would be very detrimental to the Fs.
1: I mean, look at it just in this game, right? Like, <laughs> No kidding. Like, obviously the abs were out of sorts there for quite a while. And it felt like that they were just going for retribution um, and not really playing the game as much as they should be, uh, especially with a team. That's a good team, right? Like particularly good on the power play, which we'll get to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Undisciplined game, but come away with the W again. Like the shit that we've been talking about all year is like they have figured out how to win games that they have, no business being in <laughs> whatsoever. Like tonight is the epitome of not being in a game that you should win, and they somehow figure it out and win it.
0: Yeah. It's uh, the number of chances that fell to the wayside. It, I just, and then they just still, it's fine. Yeah. We'll just score anyway. Yeah. Later. We'll get more. It'll be good. I don't understand how they do it, but they keep doing it. It's 17 straight at home now, and their current winning is, was this seven or eight on their current? streak. I don't I don't remember when the Nashville overtime loss was. was I'm it? sorry, I chat. think it's eight. It's the middle of the night, yeah. so you'll have to excuse any fuzzy math. It's just as good as NHL refs, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> well uh, they got it right tonight. Yeah, yeah.
0: we'll talk about that <laughs> too. Uh but this first period started awfully slow. The shots were eight to one at one point, I think. And then Curtis McDermott scores a goal.
1: Yeah, like which everybody had on their score sheet that yep. you know McDermott was going to score the first goal like that's just a given,
0: natural yeah it, yeah like no one was saying I'm sure anything everyone else. cashed uh, on that uh, bet uh, on uh, DraftKings uh, everybody I mean, easy money right
1: like you're betting that bet every day no I mean uh, again a banana pants of a first period as well like um uh, it just it really starts with McKinnon getting hurt and you can tell that the team is just like. Okay, WTF? What do we yeah, do now? Yeah, now what? Yeah. And again, like I, from that standpoint of like you want to see best on best action, like you want to see McKinnon in this game. I think that changes kind of what you see throughout oh, the game.
0: The whole game feels entirely different with yeah. McKinnon in it. For sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that first line needs those three players together. It's just I mean, they're all highly skilled players, but there's just something that's special when they're all three on the ice together. Yep. And you can't you can't just insert somebody else and keep going with that with that line. It just doesn't work.
0: Uh, yeah, it, no one's Nathan McKinnon. I mean, let's yeah. just be honest. For the year that Cadres having, I think he ended up with two points tonight too, which great on him. Yep. But he's not Nathan McKinnon. He's no, just they're not.
1: just two different styles of players. Like yep. you, you, that's that's what I mean. Is like there is this like makeup of what makes a line, and the Abs have it. In spades yeah. on that first line.
0: Yep. It, it's the perfect combo. It really is. Um, you know, some some will call that Boston line that they're not even running anymore the perfection line, but three headed monsters got to beat. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't have the three headed monster for most of tonight. Fortunately, it ended <laughs> up not mattering. Abs uh, did get themselves into some penalty trouble at times tonight. Uh, they got away with it in the first period, which I think. Honestly, the description of the entire first period to me is they got away with it. Yeah, They end up getting the goal. I don't... Look, he's not our king of the game, but he probably should be. Curtis McDermott finally getting (laughs) one on the board. And you know what? Credit to Curtis McDermott tonight. Not just scoring a goal, but he played a decent amount of hockey tonight.
1: He did play a decent amount, and... It wasn't something where you're like, oh my god, he's out there causing issues <laughs> right. for the avalanche. I mean, you know, it, you're not looking for anything special. But like, if you look at current, like Curtis's games that he's played in the NHL, this is probably one that's on the higher end of great games that he's played.
0: Yeah, I, I as far as in an Avs jersey, I think it's his best one. Oh, yeah, by, it's the by best game margin. by far.
1: But I'm saying throughout his whole career,
0: sure. Yeah, he. It, I haven't looked at the advanced metrics, so I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'm guessing they don't look great just because, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're literally just running Kale McCarthy out there every time they can once yep. the abs go behind. So he probably didn't play much when they were getting the score effects for, for shooting and stuff like that.
1: Oh, can we talk about who didn't play very much at we'll all? Get we'll, get all, all right, right, we'll get all there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're all still right. in the first period. All right, all right, all
0: right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, look abs in the first period you live with because the result is good yep you're up one nothing at the end of the first and you go that wasn't good but it worked yeah
1: no one's happy with that like obviously getting outshot um i mean outplayed basically I, yeah I, again like i i take it back to the abs look like they were trying to basically start something
0: well that's i guess mcdermott had insanely good course even so credit to even him better yeah, he's 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 a, he's a legend. Was well, that
1: real? Seventeen to four. He's the best player alive. Wow, get that man a contract.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he's already got one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Avs first team to reach thirty wins. They're now again tied for the most points in the league with games in hand on Florida. So.
1: Oh, is that the other team that's up there? Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, me and Rudo have a side bet on who's <laughs> going to be in the Stanley Cup, and and it won't be Florida. And Don't mind the Panthers it. being in it, so it's not going to be Florida. <laughs>
0: but credit to McDermott stepping up and a guy that we have had plenty of negative conversations about on this show. Yep. It's only fair to give him credit when he has a good game. Absolutely. Scores what a big goal for the Avalanche at the time. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before we get into the second period, God, the Abs are bad at faceoffs tonight. <laughs> I mean, the Abs are bad at faceoff. Like
1: that's just something that we've known for a long time, right? They abs- go
0: forty-four to fifty-six. Yeah, yeah. You, like you're like
1: you're you're losing in the faceoff percentages, but not as bad it, as it was tonight. On a, like
0: on a night where even Kadri is getting smoked, yeah, in the I, faceoff dot.
1: It it was bad. Like I I don't. I don't have it pulled up right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: I, I don't either. But it at like near the end of the third, they were like thirty-one percent or something—horrendously bad.
1: Yeah, here let's let's so. look at it right now. Here we go, face-offs. <sighs> Uh, the Avs ended up with a 41.7% percent base off win percentage. Didn't
0: really bring it back to respectable, but it got it better. <laughs> you know, I
1: mean, it's not in the 30s anymore, but <laughs> for most of the game, it was in the 30s. And that's not a good way to win a game. It's, if you can't win, can't get possession, it's usually not good for the team.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not a huge believer in face-offs for the most part, but... When it's that bad? <laughs> well, I I am, but it's
1: fully situational, right? Like Sure. Uh, in the offensive zone, whatever. Like, you win one, you lose one, whatever. But in the defensive zone, that's where you really want to concentrate. Like, do face-offs matter? Absolutely in the defensive zone.
0: Yeah. I. <laughs> the way I always put it is face-offs only matter when they matter. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to... <laughs> Yeah, in the defensive zone, they matter because uh, goals can come quick in the NHL.
0: Nah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Second period, the ABS end up giving up a goal fairly early in the second off of one that, you know, Kemper's probably just going to want that one back, if we're being honest. He but... is going
1: to want that one back, but there is a situation that's going on, which is a five on three, right? Is that the first? No, that's, no, that's, that's the, second the second one. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh,
0: He just gets beat seven hole. It's a good shot from DeBrusque. Avs, I mean, really, the first 50 minutes of this hockey game, they were just extremely squirrely with their puck management, and they're going to burn you eventually when you're not managing the puck well. It's just what happens in the NHL. We're used to seeing the Avs kind of have some issues with this. You would like to see them clean that up a good bit, I think, tonight. But... At the end of it, you're, what, like halfway through the second period, and it's a 1-1 hockey game? Yep. The shots on goal at that point were relatively close. The Avs had done a good job of getting themselves back and involved in the game. And then the penalty trouble comes. Yep. And first of all, the Avs took the most blatant too-many-men penalty of the season. They were just <laughs> yeah genuinely just playing with six players. Yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you can't blame that one on the officials this time because yeah. it wasn't close to the bench. It wasn't any of this awkwardness. We looked at it. <laughs> There's six guys in the defensive zone, um, nowhere near the bench, right? right? So, like, yeah, whatever. What are you going to do there?
0: Not a great look, and it, it's something the abs need to stop yeah. because they've had a couple of these now, not just the ridiculous one in Nashville, but a couple of ones where it's like, you guys got to figure out your line yeah. changes.
1: Nah, I, I, Who do you blame that on? Do you blame that on the coaches or do you blame that on the players and personnel, like, knowing who's going, what the situation is? I mean, that
0: one's on the player, right? Like, you have eyes. You can see there's five dudes <laughs> on the ice when you're jumping on. Uh, at the same time, do you maybe give him a little pass because the lines are nonsense with McKinnon out of the lineup at that point and everyone just yeah, kind of rolling?
1: Yeah, maybe because you do you lose that guy, so it is like this – fluid thing of like who's going on next. Right. So it's not like a a normal rotation for the players, but I mean, when this is your job, you expect them to kind of figure that out and not put too many men on the ice like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just gotta be cleaner. I I, I think that's the safe way to put it. It's gotta be cleaner,
1: especially in a game like tonight's
0: game. Yeah. Yeah. Where again, we talk about it pregame, you know, Boston is deadly on the power play. You give them enough opportunities they're going to do so. Yep. We have to talk about both conversations as we get into EJ here. Let's start with Taylor Hall. Was the hit clean, Blaze?
1: I don't have a problem with it. I mean, the stick obviously is the thing that causes the damage to McKinnon's face. Um, I, I can see where people say he's targeting maybe some of the chin, some of the head area. And you. I just look at Taylor Hall and I don't look at him as that type of player that's going out trying to do like to create a dirty play on another player. It's, this, it's a bang, bang
0: play. Yeah. it's So this is really hard for me to judge because I look back at the play. I frame by frame it. I look through all of it. And I think if the stick doesn't come up and smack McKinnon in the head, Taylor Hall probably catches him. But that's not the play that happened. You can only punish the play that happened. And the play that happened is McKinnon's stick railed into his own face. And it's super unfortunate. But I don't know how you can punish Taylor Hall for that, unfortunately. As much as I would like to, as much as I believe that his shoulder probably goes right through Mac's face if the play plays out normally... But now you're you're punishing things in a fantasy alternate world at that point. <laughs> right, so,
1: right. and I did see some people like on Twitter talking about, and I I know we've used this before and people joke about it, but like this kind of feels like Cadre's hit last year in the playoffs um, where he got suspended multiple games for it. <sighs> but I I don't know if it's the same type of, of
0: play. Here. It's 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 not. It's yes. He's coming from the blind side of McKinnon, yep. like Kadri came from the blind side. But that's pretty much where the similarities end yeah. on those two plays. It's it, Kadri came all the way across the ice <laughs> yeah. to come and make that hit, and it wasn't even close to body contact. Kadri clipped him in the head cleanly. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: could you consider McKinnon
0: a defensive player at that
1: point where the contact hit because it was on his blind side?
0: I mean, maybe I I think you could maybe take a look at something like Hall needs to make a better decision there. Yeah, but I just I I don't know how you suspend him for that hit. I as as much as I would like to, as much as I think if McKinnon didn't have a stick, he he would get suspended for a headshot. Yeah, that's not what happened. That's still not. It's just not what happened on the play. As much as it, what could have happened, and. Beyond that, it's the Department of Player Safety. So spin yeah. the wheel and whatever the hell it lands on, it lands on. <laughs> uh, before we get extremely mad at Eric Johnson, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. So go get yourself an avalanche and have a drink because this is going to be a conversation that no one's going to be happy about. Uh, and you can find it at your local liquor store, use the Breck Beer Locator online, or come down to the bar and get eight different kinds on tap here at the bar have a good drink party with the good people who were in studio B we hadn't heard anything all night and the bar was loud in here when they won the game like, oh i
1: mean we're so we're a level up yeah there's three walls in between us and we could still
0: hear the bar popping off yeah they were they were going hard uh so do that also go get yourself some sexy pizza what what type of pizza is even popular up north, Blaze? Is, is New York style popular up there?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, International Falls has on the border. Shout out to on the border. I'm sure everyone knows what that is, but uh, <laughs> the that, five that people that a, do are celebrating yes, that, right the, now. That buddy. is a New York style pizza that's uh, up in, in International Falls, Minnesota. <laughs> if you're up there for vacation. Check them out.
0: <laughs> Forget that. Come here and have sexy pizza instead. All right. You don't want any of that. You want sexy pizza. The New York style pizza here in Colorado. They have a number of locations. Go check them out. All of our East Coast folks say it's like a slice from oh, home. Oh, it's legit. I've had yeah. it at the
1: Broncos tailgate. It's good pizza.
0: Well, I, we, AJ and I had Broncos tailgate pizza leftovers, leftovers. two yes. days later. That was not even refrigerated, just sitting out. And we're like, this is delicious. This is dumb. (laughs) We probably shouldn't be eating this, but it tastes so good. Uh, So sexy pizza. It's the way to go. All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. EJ takes the dumbest penalty of the season?
1: Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like, he's a veteran player. He understands the circumstances of what's going on at this point. It's one, one Yep. against a good team. It's not a team where you're like, Oh, you know, we can do something stupid and right. we can, we can come back and get into this game. This is just out of control. Upset of what happened in the first period. Um, taking cross checks to the back, not one, not two, not even three. Not even three. The fourth one's a is, little... It is pretty. It's more of a push. The fourth yeah. one. <laughs> but definitely one and three are definitely like, if a ref's looking one. at that, which the puck is down there, they're going to
0: call it every time. I, if you watch the watch along, you you heard me watch this live and just go, that's a cross check. That's a cross check. That's a cross check. Like, it's the most obvious cross checks you could possibly call. Yeah. And yes, it's on Taylor Hall. I get it. You're mad about McKinnon and you want to send a message. But Landy already did that yep. earlier in the game. And he did it without taking a penalty. Yep. Not to mention they're on a penalty kill at that moment. And you take away a defenseman. Yep. In their in EJ, who's basically your number one minute guy on the PK. Yep. Maybe the Taze is overpassive lately, but it's just... You can't do that. And, and, and he, I don't understand how he turns to the ref and is upset with the ref <laughs> yeah, afterward. Like yeah. you obviously cross-checked them. There's no argument against it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's a dumb play yep. and the abs pay a massive price for it. As the, the Bruins end up scoring on the five on three Kemper made one or two great saves, but it's a five on three. What do you yeah. think's going to happen? And then they score a little bit later. Marshan. Look, I had no problem with Kemper on goals twos and three in this game. No nope. Marshan puts an all world shot on him, beats him in the corner. Great shot.
1: That was goal three, right? Marchand's yeah. goal, yeah. top corner <clears throat> goalies aren't stopping that thing. Yeah.
0: That was goal three. Goal two, I forget who scored it, but
1: uh that one was a little bit of the leaker. That's the one I thought was the first goal. Yeah, that's oh, that one.
0: Coil finished it. That's yeah, right. But yeah.
1: it and it was a five on three, so it's like you know, you expect yeah. them to score on that, but like that the way that they scored is, you feel like Kemper should have stopped that
0: one. Yeah, uh, you you want him to to not let the rebound out, right? And yeah. and then the rebound comes out, and you look, and Jack Johnson is by himself in <laughs> no man's land. And You are like, oh, okay, so this is a goal. Yeah, and it is.
1: <laughs> yep. Abs defense. Yep.
0: And cool. and look, you you saw who Jared Bednar blamed for the abs going down three one, and and certainly we agreed with him. I think everyone in chat will probably agree with it too. Is EJ just Gets to sit at the end of the bench for the rest of the night, basically.
1: Yeah, he's lucky he was on the bench, really. I mean, <laughs> I mean Bednar must have been
0: going out of his mind at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. For, again, like you said, for a veteran guy to make a play like that and if the Evs lose that game, it's on EJ's head. Oh, yeah. Full stop. Yep. As a coach, that's <laughs> check Bednar's roots. I think he's got a little more gray <laughs> after that play. <laughs>
1: And like EJ understands the circumstances, and like, yeah, frustration's part of the game. Like everybody has it. Like, but you've got to pick the times that you're gonna get even with a guy that you feel like needs some, you know, street justice. Basically, at that point, Um, there's just better times that you could have done it. Not, you're already on the PK. Why? Why are you doing anything to him right now except for getting the puck and getting it out of the zone? Yep, it's it's really dumb. And like. I actually like that Bednar. He didn't. He didn't touch the ice in the third period. Yep, and that's that's a little ballsy too, I think, from Bednar's standpoint because EJ's basically on your second yeah, well, defensive pair. I, well, you
0: know, I I can see it's like, look, Bednar makes a decision that they're just not going to win this game. Wants to send a message with EJ and bench him, but you get this game to three two with eight minutes left in the third period. And you stick with your guns to keep him on the bench and your team comes back without <laughs> him. Whoosh, harder to send a much stronger message yeah. than that. Like I mean,
1: EJ got the message and he I mean, like you win, but you feel bad because you're not part of that. Yeah. You were not part of that. You were actually against it.
0: Yeah. It's I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow for for all of the hate that he just gotten this year, I really don't think he's been that terrible of a no. player, but that's a decision that you just cannot live with on him taking that penalty. He, yeah, he, and and he obviously knows that that was an idiot move and he can't do it again. Oh, I'm sure. But, I mean, yeah. you know,
1: Jesse's there. We'll probably get some audio if, yeah. he, if he talks. And I, which, I mean, as a player, you understand, like, I really screwed yeah. the pooch there. <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> No
0: doubt about that side of it. Um, so the Avs look at that point in the hockey game, I was like, all right, this game's over. It's fine. It's fine. Just move on. Can stop talking about the home winning streak. (laughs) Stop talking about the abs being unbeatable. We're good. We're, we're, we're done here. Boston has done what they needed to do. First section of the third. I, I felt like didn't really change my opinion. The abs had some decent chances, but you started getting into that part of the game where it's like, Oh, they hit a post. Oh, old Mark makes a good save. And, it didn't feel like the Avs' night, is how I would put it.
1: Absolutely, I mean, I will say in the third period, at least you felt like there was some progression going on from De- the definitely. second into the third period, definitely. where like you're like, okay, there's some positives going on here. They're definitely not going to come back in this game, but at least like they're they're pushing a little bit here, so like you feel it. Like, but at the beginning of the third, did you believe that there was any chance that they would even like? Tie this game. I didn't believe. I didn't
0: believe they were going to tie this game with two minutes left in the game.
1: <laughs> I mean, I really thought like you know, it's like one of those things where like a team's pushing, pushing, pushing. And you're like, okay, this is cool. Like you know, you're feeling the vibe of the avalanche. They're doing stuff, and then what usually happens is Boston goes down, gets a cheap yep. goal, and then the game's over.
0: Yep. And they take advantage of them pushing and giving up some stuff on the yep. other end, and that's it. Yep. But it didn't come. I, I do have a question for you because chat's talking about it. You're kind of talking about it. the Ev's definitely turned it up a notch in the third. Yeah. Some of that is going to be score effects. Some of that is going to be Boston sitting back a little bit. Is there not that little voice in the back of your head? That's like, why can't they do this a period ago? Why can't they start playing like this? Amid, <laughs> like 20 <laughs> minutes earlier. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, and look I don't know how much of it is the moment and this that and the other thing but watching the abs every night you know what they're capable of and yeah. it, it, it drives it's maybe the most insanity making thing in all of sports is yeah. is that
1: so I tell you what if you can figure that out you <laughs> will be a billionaire like if you're like <laughs> there you go look if uh if I solve this issue for you um you will give me just all the money in the world because Like good teams, you know, they just, they just, it seems like they always run into a wall at some point during the year. For sure. And that felt like this game tonight.
0: It did. It it, certainly, at least in the second second, period. The second period and the first chunk of the third did until they started turning it up again. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, nobody would blame him. Blame the abs if it's like, oh, your wall is. You're 13 0 and 1 in your last 14, and that's oh, yeah. when you hit your wall. I think, every, darn,
1: I think all of us were just like, well, if they lose, they lose, right? Like, if, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look for the avalanche, it's like, okay, well, you know, like, that was a great run. Like, you got to lose at some point. This is a good team, you know, fuck it. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's, there's still a game on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah, there's, there's more games to go. This isn't the playoffs. This isn't ride or die. Like, you can lose this game. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Yeah. I I actually really like that comment from Sharon. Sam Gerrard gets the abs on the board. Uh, they still haven't changed it to Miko, which uh, maybe uh, it sure looked like it tipped in off of Miko, but it also hit like four other things on the way in. Yeah. So after not getting any of the puck luck, they kind of get it all in one goal. <laughs> From G that bounces three times and that as the comment said that really was the switch they got that goal they realized they were back in this game and they were humming from. Well, that
1: let's point. ask Chat. I mean because we both thought that Miko got that yeah, goal that it was I definitely it looks like it, it was tipped. Is, I don't know. Does anyone disagree with that? Is it Gerard straight in and Miko's stick was just kind of there? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I the the bounce it took I just don't understand how it did if it didn't hit me yeah, no stick. But yeah. uh, they get the they get the puck luck. They get back in the game, and it, I think you, you kind of saw what the abs were tonight. Were they playing their A game when they turned it up? No, the puck management was still messy. The it was, passing was awful. Yeah it It was not it was messy. Their high end ability was not shining through super yeah. well tonight. And when you can play your c b level game and still pull out games like this against a team like Boston, yeah. I mean, you're really freaking good. you're You're <laughs> a really friggin good hockey team at that point. So obviously, the ending is what it is. Lannis Gog ends up banging home the the game-tying goal with under a minute left from Nuke and Kadri. I, did, uh, did
1: Lannis Gog have the most complete game as far as <laughs> being, like, a pest to the other goes team? Goes after
0: Hall, <laughs> is around for everything. None of the shit against is really on him because it's all on these penalty kills. Yep. And then he gets the game-tying goal super late in the game. And immediately after, like... 20 seconds before he's barking at the ref for not calling an icing. (laughs) And I'm over here thinking the game's over and blaze is like, you know what happens next, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, so where did that come from blaze? How did you call that? Uh, A little bit
1: was uh, we're on a 30 second delay so I could hear the (laughs) bar, but it helps a little, but you could see that the abs just like, again, it's that, it's that crazy thing. They have a switch. Yep. And, Man, you wish that switch would go on a little bit earlier <laughs> during the game. Oh, because like my uh, my heart is still kind of pounding a little fast. Uh, but I mean, they they know how to turn it on and at least get chances, right? Like yep. obviously it's been successful and you don't want to see this all the time. But it's it's good to see that the Avs do have this game in them where they can come from behind uh, when they're down in the crunch of time, they can also put something together to make the game interesting and to get back into it and come away with
0: not just one point, but yeah, two. Well, We'll have that conversation too. Sure. Would have died happy with a point tonight. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well,
1: I mean, after the second, right? Like if yeah. I said, oh, they're going to get away with one point, you'd be like,
0: you're yep. crazy. <laughs> yep. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah. And they got the point, obviously. And then over time, Boston never even felt dangerous. No. Granted, you know, them taking a penalty helps that. But for the short stretch of three on three, Boston had one possession and the Avs handled it very well or managed to poke it off before they even get a shot attempt. And then they go down and get the penalty. And of course, the guy who has been quiet for It felt like a little bit too long. It felt like it was going on (laughs) for a little bit too long. So we're bringing back All Hail Kale as our king of the game. Scores another overtime game-winning goal. He's already got two in this calendar year, starting in January 1st. to Today, he's got two. This one wasn't... He didn't put anybody on a poster on this one, but it was clean. It was effective. It's the game winner. He also had an assist on Gerard's goal to get the abs back in it. Is that a business-as-usual goal for Cale McCartney? This whole game was a business-as-usual game. He didn't feel like he was playing that well. He didn't feel like he was doing anything special. But he does the most important thing in the game. He wins the (laughs) hockey game. Well, we were talking about it, too. We were just
1: like, Cale just hasn't looked like himself lately. And then all of a sudden...
0: No, it's fine. He looks like himself. It's fine. I'll yeah. just win. Nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> I And that's, I think, the lesson I've learned tonight. Some of you in chat were believers from the beginning. Never count this team out. Ever. No. Never, ever, ever count this iteration of the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, oh I man. love it so
1: much. You know why? <laughs> Me being an old ass, right? Like, <laughs> just being an old man, like... The 90s, early 2000s era abs never felt like they were out of a game. And it's because you had clutch players. And mostly the clutch player was, okay, Joe Sackick's out on the ice. His wrist shot's unreal. If he gets in front of the net and gets a clean look, they're going to tie this up and take it to OT. Yep, And that's the feeling you're starting to get. Like, it's not the, you know, 10s avalanche where it's like, Cool, they're up by a goal going into the third, so they're, they're gonna lose yeah. by one.
0: Hold on to your butts. Here <laughs> you know, we or, go. You
1: know, or if they're down by two, it's just over. Like this team is never out, and that's what makes watching Avalanche hockey super fun. I'm so glad that it's back like this. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's 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 way better this way than falling asleep during the second period and then just sadness in the third period. Oh, I mean
1: 15-16 so. abs. I hate watch that whole season. Like <laughs> my friends are like why are you still watching this? And I was like, because it's my team, so I'm just gonna hate watch it. Uh, my wife was probably sick of listening to sarcastic comments on, you know, while I was watching it on the couch. But that's that's part of the pain that you get to watch stuff like this, where you're just like super excited for these type of games.
0: For sure, for sure. <laughs> the X Files DNVR <laughs> shirt, definitely not getting sued for that one. Uh, all right. We do have more to talk about, but we are brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD infused coffee that has really changed lives. Jesus, you probably needed some coffee to get through this hockey game. Not that it wasn't exciting, but it is two minutes from midnight and we're still on this podcast. Yep. So appreciate all like 650 of you staying up wow. to listen to this. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's very late. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is better for our Euro viewers. It's like they've woken up in the morning and they're <laughs> watching us now.
1: I mean, how can you go to bed after that game? Oh, right? like, I know. Like if they <laughs> lost, like I'm, I'm guessing it's like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll listen to this later. I'm <laughs> going to go to bed. Uh, but you're still like that adrenaline's pumping. Even though you're not playing, just watching it, it's like amazing to watch.
0: Oof. All right. So go get your Strava craft. CBD infused too. So you got migraines, joint pain, IBS, stuff like that. It'll help you out. You get 25% off with code DNVR25 at checkout online with them. And when you the money you save, go put it into DraftKings, go bet on everything Kale on Kale. <laughs> it, betting on Kale McCarr's <laughs> props are literally free money. It's it's the blaze bets at every game and it hits every game. It's actually insane. It's great. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's great. So go bet on Kale McCarr. Or if you're a new account, use code DNVR when you sign up. Bet on any of the football games coming up this weekend. If you pick the winner correct, you can bet 5 bucks to win $280 in free bets. Put that all on McCarr to win the Norris and then enjoy the hundreds upon hundreds of dollars you win (laughs) for that. It's easy money right now with DraftKings. So head on over there. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right, let's do these shots.
1: I've taken all of my winnings, by the way. And I, I, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was this was on the watch along. I've taken all of my winnings that I have uh, on DraftKings, and then I've put them into Kale McCarr winning the Norris Trophy. So uh, he better win it. Right oh, now I yeah. don't know how you're gonna you be could broke. Vote, yeah how you could uh, somebody else said like uh if 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 I don't win it then my kids aren't playing summer hockey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't I genuinely don't know how you make a case for anyone else to win it. Adam Fox is a great defenseman. Don't want to take anything away from nope. him. He's not Kale McCarr this year.
1: No, I I think I have nine separate uh Kale McCarr
0: Norris <laughs> pets. <laughs> You better win. You better win, Blaze. I'm gonna drink this Jaeger. Yeah, let's go. I need, a, I need got it. Need it.
1: All right. Cheers.
0: This team may never lose again. Chat. Woo. <laughs> All right. We got like a billion super chats to get to, so let's do the. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> we'll get to that one, I'm sure. Thank you for the five, Dylan. Honestly, the thing I'm happiest about might be that they didn't waste the McDermott goal. Also, I guess <laughs> Kadri was due for another three-point game. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Kadri, look, he it didn't feel very fluid on the top line, but at the end of the night, they got the job done. Yeah. And Kadri was an integral part of that. I, I don't know what you can really say about Kadri's year at this point. He's, he's just continuing to roll on, on something ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was dogging the first line saying that it's just not the same. And I I, I stand by that. It's just not the same with those three together. It's not. Because, like, Kadri's going to produce on that line, the second line. Like, he is just on a heater this year. Yep. like, And it's awesome to watch. Um, The thing that we want to hap- have happen is – uh, we want a Cadre shirt, but it's going to be like one of those limited yeah, edition It's going to have to be super limited. Like,
0: the dude's not staying. He's
1: not going to be here. I mean, he's played his way out of the yeah. Avalanche organization after this year.
0: Zero chance that this. But I'm hoping it's going to be on a very high note. Hopefully so. Yep. Hopefully so. I uh, thank you for the three Moisters. <clears throat> <laughs> Leban character waving goodbye while winking and sending a shooting star. Was that Gabe to the Bruins after he after the game-winning <laughs> goal there? <laughs> Five from Billy. Thank you very much. I know I've been harping on him maybe excessively since the Just Game, but I really like Miko's third period. Hopefully it wakes him up a bit. Agreed. I thought Miko was much, much, much better in the third period after another two periods of Complete nonsense from him.
1: Yeah, he felt a little bit more engaged in the third period. Uh, I mean, will he have a complete three-period <laughs> game? I don't know. Does he have it in him?
0: Obviously, he does. Absolutely. But, uh, but and, and that's the frustration with Mika right now is he'll play a period. And you're yeah. like, you're so good. <laughs> Just be good a little bit more. Just try.
1: It's, really, it's hard for guys like that, though, too, like both sides of the puck there. When you're dominant on one side of the puck, it's hard to be like, well, why do I need to do these I, things? I
0: hear you, but he had an amazing back check tonight, too. Like
1: He did. He's He definitely chased somebody down.
0: Uh, $6.99 from Johnny. I want to look Kale McCarr dead in the eye and firmly shake his hand. <laughs> his hand. Yep. Definitely shake his hand and not anything else. <laughs> Jim with 10, thank you very much. It's very generous. As an abs fan in mass, that watched the game with Bruins fan family, LFG Kale McCullough with the with the Bobby Orr. So it's a good team to it's a good team to make that uh or connection, right there. Very it's much a, so. It's a good point. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Five from real Boston has done its best to derail Operation Mail Model, but our beautiful captain and cherubic assassin wouldn't let them get away with it. I, 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 no, no, I, look, that's I, I think point. Mac was pretty low on the mail model scale for the ABS before tonight.
1: <laughs> I don't think
0: tonight's going to help him, but
1: he's still pretty.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he does pretty things. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you for the five real. Rick with five. As someone that follows both teams, the game was exactly what I wanted. Not sure why Bruins Twitter blaming March. In. I don't know why they're blaming March. And yeah, why for would the yell uh, like either? He,
1: he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah.
0: I. That's a weird one. Look, the overtime penalty is what it is, but I don't know.
1: I mean that that penalty like again like that penalty happens 15 feet away from the net. Coaches aren't mad about those type of penalties. Like those yeah, are that, penalties that just happened during that was a game. that
0: was Riley, right? It wasn't yeah. even so. I I don't know how you can blame Martian for this game. Anyway, dope. Glad you enjoyed the game. Good that. I hope you were rooting. Yeah, I guess you followed both teams, so you won either way. Good job. <laughs> uh, five from Tommy. When Mac goes down, you need one person, your captain, to step up. Not only giving Hall shit without taking a penalty, but getting the it was the game tying goal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Landy did. Uh, Landy did exactly what you wanted him to do. The the in, in the third period and beyond, everyone on the Avs did exactly what you wanted them yep. to do. It just took them a little while to get the engine going, but they got there. And tonight, that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I
1: agree with Tommy, though. Like, uh, Tommy was a little bit, or not Tommy. <laughs> uh, Landis Cog was a little bit of the thorn in the side for, for sure. all. For sure. Just letting them know that he was not very happy with what went on. And, like, you expect that from your captain. It shows that he's going to stand up for his guys. Obviously, when it's your best player, uh, there's probably a little bit more attention given to a a player that takes your best player out of the game. Uh, But he did it without taking a penalty. Right. Which is the big difference between what he did and what EJ did.
0: Exactly right. It's Landy knew exactly where the line was and where to push it. Yep. Man, Taylor Hall soft.
1: I mean, and and the other thing that you can see there is like, we were talking about this after that hit happened. um, Landis Cog had Hall. (laughs) against the bench basically uh boston's bench and there's nobody on the bench chirping landis cog while he's giving all the business so for
0: sure everyone's going yep yeah yeah that's landy and you kind of rack mckinnon in the face so (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh two dollars from william v sorry but epitome does is said epitome and not epitome epitome (laughs) does have four (laughs) syllables (laughs) Look, all right, tonight you're allowed to invent words. You're allowed to make up new math (laughs) equations. Nothing is real. This is all a dream. It's fine. (laughs) Thank you. Much appreciated. Five from Carson. First super chat was watching the game on a totally legal site with a chat box. <laughs> Bruin fans got real quiet at the end there. And every, well, everybody there big when they're winning. All right. <laughs> everybody big when they're winning. Thank you for the five Carson. Much appreciated. <clears throat> 1399 from Randy. Biggest win of the year. Boys in a game. We were not in on hell of a comeback boys. I I messed up the pacing of that sentence so bad. <laughs> DNVR is the best. Thank you very much, Randy. Much appreciated. Yes, thank you. Randy. 99 cents from Spence with no comment. <laughs> thank you, Spence. $7 from Carrie. I can't freaking believe what I saw tonight. Boys, my jaw is still on the ground. Wow. What a game and won't and won it for Mac. Happy for 56 tonight. I believe great comment. I think yeah. that sums sums it up pretty well. <clears throat> thank you, Carrie. Five dollars from Chris. That passed by Kadri for the game tying goal, though. What a beauty! Yeah, he yeah. he found Landy. Kadri's good at the hockey. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm out of words to explain this hockey game, Chad. I'm sorry. Uh, Twenty dollars from John. That's extremely generous of you. <laughs> Nothing to say. Just appreciate the watch along and great content. Yeah. Thank you, everyone who hung out for the watch along yeah. for this. Ridiculous game where I was extremely negative for all of it, <laughs> and then the Avs just won anyway. So I mean, it was
1: valid. It was valid negativity.
0: Never doubt this hockey team again. All right, I'm gonna doubt them literally next game, but that's fine. Uh, five from Seth tonight is the night that we crown King Kermit. Not quite because Kale McCarr is not human. Yeah, but Kermit definitely deserves a, a mini crown. He's like the Duke of essex for this game <laughs> or something i don't know
1: <laughs> we'll go with that
0: close enough uh five from joss thank you very much i'd like to know how many other teams in history averaged a goal a game from their blue liner through the first half of the season it can't be many not much at all paul coffee teams in the 98 <sighs> late 80s late 80s yeah. yeah not
1: the dead puck era yeah yeah, I mean, there, they're, I bet you it's a handful. Yeah. I bet you can count them on one hand, actually.
0: I'm sure it's very, yeah. very low. And this in, uh, insanely generous $50 super chat from Legendary wow. Cloud. That's that's incredible. Much, much appreciated for the $50. One, love that Kermit got the goal. Two, wish that Hall answered for that hit with a fight. Three, love the pop in the arena when the third goal went in. I <laughs> Even the second goal. I might not have believed, but that second goal went in in the Pepsi Center Ball Arena. Oh, ooh! Caught myself. <laughs> ball Arena definitely believed that the abs were coming yes. back when that second goal went in. So the chat was definitely hyping the abs up for this one.
1: I uh, mean, we were talking about it a little bit last pod about like just the the feeding of the yeah. emotions yeah. <laughs> in the in the Ball Arena is like the team's hyped. And the fans are super hyped. And then the team feeds off that and it just builds. It, you saw that it, in their period. The, it was just
0: straight to the moon, yeah. basically, for the Avs. So it's. It, uh, I, I, what I normally say for games like this is like, games like this don't happen very often, but the Avs are doing it weekly. <laughs> so I don't know what to say anymore. Like, <laughs> they, they just keep doing it. And. Look, the comebacks of multiple goals probably aren't sustainable long term, but get them yep. while you can. Yep. And you can see the ridiculously good hockey team that's behind them. You would just like to see them start winning games from ahead yeah. instead of from behind. Yeah. I, I don't know. I got nothing left to say, Blaze. You got any final thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah. I told you here not to take the ads to come back, <laughs> All right, but you lost money. You, lost you would have taken
0: it on the 60-minute line, and you'd have been even more mad about it. I was
1: gonna actually take just the line. Nah. Well, that's
0: my bad. I didn't believe. I mean, whatever. You hit two of your three bets tonight. You did all right. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get out of here before I lose my voice. Thank you, all <laughs> of you, for hanging out all night. It was a super fun night with the super or the super chatters, yes, but also the watch-along people. Hope y'all enjoy it as much as we did. It's always a fun time hanging out with y'all. So looking forward to doing it again very, very soon. I don't know if we're, we might be off tomorrow. We might have a show at 1 p.m. I don't know. We got to figure it out. Uh, We have a game Friday, obviously, so we'll be on for that. And Sunday, one way or another, whenever we're on again, we will talk to you then.